the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. It's time to feel the power with Hurricane Hotline. You think football is fun? Uh, yes. Live from Beef O'Brady's, 4925 Cortez Road in Bradenton. Hosted by Dave Bristow and Hurricanes head coach, John Booth. Talk to the coach now. 877-969-8600. Now, here's Dave Bristow and coach John Booth. All right, a very pleasant good evening, everyone. We are live at Beef O'Brady's on this kind of dreary Tuesday afternoon as we are celebrating a district championship for our Manatee Hurricanes. Uh, with us tonight, we've got offensive coordinator and twin brother of the head coach, James Booth. And, of course, we have John Booth, as always. And, uh, gentlemen, congratulations on uh, another district championship. Thank you, Thank you very much. Yeah, it uh, never gets old winning the district title, and uh, that makes seven in a row, right? Yep. That's right, seven in a row. Proud of it. Kids worked hard and, uh, you know, ready to keep it rolling. Wow. Uh, James, I'm glad you're here tonight because, uh, man, we've got a lot to talk about as far as the offense goes. I just think it's uh, been kind of a fascinating year how the offense has evolved this year. And just want to, you know, pick your brain a little bit as we move along this hour. First, we're going to just kind of uh, go back and recap like we do each and every week, the big win, 37-7, to guys. Uh, first, John, I'll let you talk about it. Uh, a game that you controlled, and we had the running clock again, but like we said, there were some distractions uh, throughout the week. We had the, we had the big screen unveiled yeah. Friday night. We had homecoming with a lot of the players involved in that. And, you know, I, I got a sense that, you know, it, it, it may have come in a little bit in, in our play. I thought we played well. Yep. But uh, maybe a little bit. Well, yeah. Uh, you know, that was something that we stressed a lot all week. I thought the week of preparation was uh, was very good. Uh, the kids were focused, a lot of energy. Um, and, you know, we didn't play uh, too bad either. Uh, we jumped out to a 30-0 to zero lead uh, at the half. Uh, but we left a lot of plays out there. Uh, we, we dropped four balls. Um, we turned the ball over twice. Uh, and then we had one late turnover in the second half as well so three turnovers um and we you know we hadn't really turned the ball over um at all the last few weeks and so um i thought uh, you know we, we played okay uh, i thought uh, and that's why i talked to the guys on on monday about was um you know scores irrelevant you know it's it's a matter of execution every time we get the ball offensively uh our objective our our mindset is we're going to score um and you know obviously you know, we, we turn the ball over. Um, you know, we, we we get behind the chains on first down and forces to punt. You know, that's that. Those are things that we, you know, we we, we can't have. And, and so the execution needs to be picked up a little bit more. But uh, you know, getting a, a district championship, um, winning with a running clock. You know, those, those are those are good things. I thought defensively we played well. Uh, against a, a, a obviously a run heavy offense um, and some misdirection things, so I thought our, our guys played played pretty good um, reading their keys and, and their assignments with that. But don't you think that it was kind of expected 
a little bit because of the distractions? Because, you know, these are kids, and it's just kind of human nature sometimes. You don't want it. Right. But well, I, and you know, I, they're and, not robots. And, yeah, right, and, and and that's what we talked about. Is, is the distractions weren't bad distractions? It was a great thing, right. you know, bringing in Kane Vision and the Jumbotron, and we've got Homecoming. We had a lot of guys on Homecoming Court, and and this is their last, you know, for a lot of these guys, this last Homecoming week, and a lot of the festivities that go on during the school week and things like that. But yeah, you know, that it is to be expected, which is why it was addressed, you right. know, early in the week, and and you you, you do your best as as coaches as coaches to. You know, prepare them for that, you know, sh- kind of share with them and, and kind of rein them in and, and uh, get them focused for Friday. But, uh, you know, at halftime, we've got a lot of our guys out there on, on homecoming court. And, and um, you know, they're they're still partaking in the, the festivities. So it was, it was good to kind of get out to that 30-0 to, to zero lead at the half because um, a lot of them were, were talking, you know, some adjustments and some things we got to do uh, in the second half. Um, you know, a lot of our guys were out there in the, uh, right. you know, the homecoming court. James, what about this offense? It, it's been an offense that, that what excites me is, well, you never know what you're going to get if you're on the opposing side. In other words, uh, we threw the ball very successful last mm-hmm. Friday night. Some nights, uh, Tariq Milton might go for 180, 200, or not Tariq Milton, Lorenz Allen. Lorenz, yeah. Well, it was Tariq Milton who went for over 100, but catching the football the other night. You got a lot of weapons, and and I know it's basically okay. What's the defense going to give us this night? Yeah, I mean, going into this season, that was really what we were uh, focusing on. We we thought that we were going to be more balanced, which I think we are. I think we're around around seventeen hundred passing, fifteen hundred yards rushing, and uh, we're difficult to stop. I mean, you try to stop KP, uh, we go to Reggie. Tariq was hurt for the first couple weeks, and. Reggie stepped in and, and really emerged himself, and then Lorenz started trusting the, the offensive line, and now he's starting to explode. And, you know, he was getting a little frustrated uh, Friday night. He wasn't getting a lot of run lanes to run through, and, you know, they ran a different type of uh, front that we hadn't seen all, all year, and uh, it was a little difficult for our O-line to pick it up. And he was just getting a little frustrated. I said, but the, the beauty of what we're doing is, is A.J. can throw the ball. And we're not reliant on just you and what you're trying to do, and, and we can spread the ball around, and we're not just focusing on one receiver. And we can spread it to, to many different guys. It, have you had fun with this team calling the plays? It seems like it, you have. It, 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 is, it is fun. I think our guys are really buying into what we're, what we're wanting to do. Uh, I think they, they trust the coaches that we're putting them in a position to be successful. Uh, and, and we can just go out, and, and we always say, do what you do. We, we go out and we do what we do, and, and our guys just make plays. Compare this team. I know you don't like to do this, but compare it to last year and how things have evolved since your first coaching experience at Manatee last season. Well, offensively. Yeah, offensively. Besides trying to learn, you know, kids' strengths, weaknesses, coaches' strengths and weaknesses, and, and trying to gel everything, I think, you know, we had Johnny Lang, and, and he was – arguably one of the top backs to ever come through Manatee if he you know, graduated with us. Sure. Uh, and we relied a lot on him. Um, Sloan was a, a new quarterback trying to learn our system, learning what Manatee High is. And, you know, a lot of guys with new parts, and, and uh, we kind of just try to figure out what works and, and who can we lean on. And transitioning to this year, you know, we started A.J. last year. 
AJ was, you know, as a sophomore starting for us. And, you know, we thought we could do some different things at Sloan at quarterback. But AJ already had experience playing in big games. And, you know, he went to Ware County and played in Naples. And, you know, he had some big environments that he played in. So going into the spring, we knew that we had somebody who could command the offense, deliver the football. Uh, we just wanted to get some experience at the receiver spot. But even going into this this year, we as offensive staff thought that our receiving core as a whole, even though losing Kelvin, our receiving core is going to be really, really dangerous. You know, testing out with, with Coach Lansky and, uh, you know, verticals were, I mean, through the roof. Reggie Reggie had like a 37-inch vertical. Mm-hmm. That one run he had the other night was incredible. I yep. mean, and Reggie and then Tariq, I mean, it just goes on and on and on. And, you know, if you look at this team – Receiver-wise, and I, I've watched Manatee football. Well, I, I think we talked about it the other night. I think I personally missed two games since 1987. Hmm. Um, so I've seen people come and go. And I'm not sure we've had a better group of receivers as a whole. Yeah, I, I think, think we've had better receivers probably, but as a whole, I'm not sure. As a core, I mean, we're, we're really tough. I mean, I think they're – Reggie's at 33 catches, KP's at 34, Tariq's at like 27. So, I mean, they're all right there. Pollock's coming on, and Pol- yeah. But Pollock's been doing it in practice. Yeah. And, you know, we're saying, you know, how much better he is as a sophomore. I mean, he is just progressing, even though statistically it's not showing. I mean, he's but he's making – we were just saying he hasn't dropped the ball. You know, he's made plays uh, even on jet sweeps. I mean, he, he's starting to become a guy that, that we can trust and rely on. And the nice thing with – with Pollock is we're not necessarily having to put him in a position where we do have to rely on him. You know, right. he's, he, it's, we're giving him game experience and, and throwing the ball a couple plays here and there, but he's he's gaining that valuable experience that uh, next year as a junior we will rely on him a little bit more uh, at the graduation of, you know, Reggie and, and uh, KP. And uh, the running back, Lorenz Allen, has done a great job. And I have to tell you that we pulled off a little joke in the press box. Uh, we spread the word a little bit that uh, – Number 22 was back. <laughs> and, uh, yeah, the number's we, we, back. we got a couple people to bite on it, too. What? Yeah, what? Yeah. Well, yeah, he's back. He's back. And uh, number 22, of course, uh, is a much-heralded freshman, uh, Keon Fordham, who yep. got some game time, John, yep. and uh, liked, everybody liked what they saw. Yeah, we wanted to – we were hoping to have an opportunity to get him in, in the uh, in the game late, and uh, we were able to do that. He had uh, – you know, I think he finished with four carries, 25 yards, and, and – uh, had a couple nice little, uh, you know, nice little cuts and some accelerations through the hole that uh, it looked good. Now, what's your plan with him as we continue on? That'll be kind of the the same the same uh, same plan, so to speak. We're 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 hoping to get him some experience as we go. Not necessarily have him carry the load by any means, but um, you know, if we can get him some touches and and, and some carries throughout the course and and um, you know, certainly in practice as well. Um, the goal is to, to get him as prepared as he can um, to where we go into, you know, the spring and, and he has a, a, a reality and a real chance to compete to uh, to start. What's your impressions? Because, I mean, you hate to talk a lot about a freshman, but, you know, hey, if you've been to a JV game, he's he kind of stands out. Yeah, he? he's exciting. And, and, you know, I think with what – they did on the JV level of getting the ball in space. I mean, jet sweeps, they even sent him out on routes. And, you know, his great hands, great body control. He's a one-step, 
cut and go, uh, very explosive player. Um, we brought him up to, to practice with us, and, and he's making our defense miss. And that's what you like to see on, on the guy running the scout. And and uh, even today, he, he was uh, we're running a, a pretty unique offense, and, and he's he's doing his thing out there. So I'm really excited about what he can bring to our offense. Now, John, let me ask you this. It's uh, We've wrapped everything up. We still have two games to go. Right. One district game and then southeast, the finale. Do you just play normal football? You don't think about, okay, I'm going to, you know, maybe hold somebody out or, you know, if they're nicked up. or How do you, how do you approach the next two games? Well, we're going to approach it um, kind of as, we, as we've done all season long. Our guys are going to play. Um, if, if we get into a situation, you know, we've got some guys that are, you know, kind of banged up, and it's it's week nine in the season. Everybody's kind of sore and, and, and banged up somewhat. If it gets to a point where it's something that could could seriously prolong him from playing, you know, in the next few weeks or possibly postseason, that would be something we'll evaluate and probably sit somebody out. But we're going to, you know, two weeks is a lot of football um, to sit kids out. And when you start looking at the last, you know, four or five weeks where we've had the running clocks pretty early. Um, some guys have, have really been sitting, you know, the equivalent of two games when you start, you know, adding up all the halves that they, that, you know, that they haven't played. So, um, we, you know, we, we feel like, you know, for week nine and where we're at in the season, guys are um, doing okay and pretty good and, and uh, we've gotten them enough rest and you're trying to limit the reps and practice and the contact and things like that to, to keep them fresh. But, uh, yeah, our objective is to get the guys out, play, and, and, and continue the, the continuity that we have on both sides of the ball. Now, we're going to talk a lot about this uh, in the second half of the show, but briefly, have you peaked? I'm sure you have ahead at, uh, because you're safely in the playoffs. You know we're going to be at home. And have you started to do a little bit of uh, bracket searching now? Yeah, we, you know, we're getting a, an idea of uh, you know who we'll see in the in the first round, and and it's still it, it's it's really up for grabs right now. Dr. Phillips has locked up their district uh, as district champs, and so we're uh, waiting to see this week Oak Ridge and, and Olympia play, and and that'll determine the the runner up for that district and who we'll see in the first round. So. Um, yeah, you know, you kind of you kind of look at it and see, you know, do a little research on who they are and what they're about and how they've done this year. But uh, like I said, our, our focus we've got it. We still got two games to go, sure. and, and you know, we're our focus is on Newsom and and uh, you know putting a good product out there this Friday because they're pretty good. Yeah, Newsom's they are a pretty team. good team. Yep. Uh, we'll talk more about Newsom and we'll talk about the playoffs as we continue on with Hurricane Hotline. But we'll take our first time out of the night. We're live from. Beefo Brady's Cortez Road. We'll be back with more Hurricane Hotline right after this. Before you buy, give Conley a try. Are you looking for a great price on a new GMC, Buick, or Subaru? Conley and Bradenton. Need a reliable used vehicle you can afford? Conley and Bradenton. What about great financing, expert service, and a reputation that's second to none? Yep, you guessed it. Conley and Bradenton. Hi, I'm Alan Conley. I'm Chris Conley. From the time our grandfather started our dealership over 47 years ago, we've been proud to be a part of this community. So, for your family's next vehicle, come see our family. Conley Buick GMC and Conley Subaru. 800 Cortez Road West in Bradenton. Conley Buick GMC Subaru. Where we treat you like family. 
Go Canes! Brown and Sons Funeral Home and Crematory wishes you the best of luck this season. Your Manatee neighbor for over 40 years, the caring experts at Brown and Sons know how to guide you and your family through the difficult times. Featuring Trust 100 pre-planning, they'll handle all your local and long-distance needs. Celebrate the game of football, but when the game of life must end. Depend on Brown and Sons with two locations to serve you. Online at brownandsonsfuneral.com. When it comes to excellence in football, nobody beats the Manatee Hurricanes. When it comes to excellence in body shops, nobody beats Costantino. Costantino Body Shop specializes in collision repair with cutting-edge equipment and technology. Costantino helps you with your insurance claims and gets you back on the road. Life moves fast, and Costantino keeps you moving. 9th Street West in Bradenton. Details online at ConstantinoBodyShop.com. Bradenton's oldest and most trusted paint and body shop, Costantino Body Shop. C1 Bank is proud to support the Manatee Hurricanes. C1 Bank is a true community bank. Clients first, community first. Whether it's your personal account or business account, C1 Bank will do everything possible to meet all your financial needs. C1 Bank has 28 banking centers from the greater Tampa Bay area to southwest Florida, including three locations in Manatee County. For more information, visit C1Bank.com and go Canes! As a five-time pick by Super Lawyers Magazine, as a top Florida attorney, and as a longtime supporter of Hurricane football, Edwin Eddie Mulock brings more than 40 years' experience to the courtroom. Personal injury, wrongful death, medical malpractice, and criminal law, Eddie uses his innate passion for helping people and his extensive knowledge of the law to champion justice. Office is located in downtown Bradenton at 701 Manatee Avenue West. Call 748-2104. That's 748-2104. Or log on to MulockLaw.com. Mr. Sparky, we're on time, you'll see. Mr. Sparky, all your repair is free. When you make an appointment with Mr. Sparky, you'll see a big difference in the quality of person and workmanship. Here's David Connolly, owner of Mr. Sparky. All of our technicians are trained to be able to provide the best service possible. We put them through a full criminal background check and drug testing because we want to send a person into your home that we would have in our own. Call 888-8-SPARKY. AM 930, Stress Saver, Traffic Report. Good evening, 75 Norpa, a little slow Fruitvale up to University Parkway on the southbound side. Still seeing some delays in the Venice Northport area between River Road and Sumter Boulevard. This update brought to you by St. Luke's Cataract and Laser Institute. DeSoto Bridge, looking pretty good now as you make your way across the Manatee River. 301 and 41, not looking too bad at all. Between Bradenton and Sarasota, Manatee Avenue, 53rd University Parkway, they're all trouble-free. Fruitville B Ridge, not looking too bad. Had a crash reported Clark at Beneva, but not seeing any delays there. If driving at nights become a concern, have your eyes examined at St. Luke's Cataract and Laser Institute. Visit online, stlukesi.com. Learn about the many available treatment options. Dave Kosh, AM 930, The Answer. Allen will take it and leads in for the touchdown. Welcome back to Hurricane Hotline, live from Beefo Brady's 4925 Cortez Road in Bradenton. Hosted by Dave Presto and Hurricanes head coach, John Booth. Talk to the coach now, 877-969-8600. Now, here's Dave Bristow and Coach John Booth. Thank you very much, and welcome back to Beefo Brady's as we are celebrating a district championship with the Booth brothers, head coach 
John Booth and offensive coordinator James Booth. Well, guys, um, seven in a row, certainly uh, not an easy thing to do. And, uh, John, you're second in a row since you've been here. And what what has stood out about this year's team? Because, uh, you know, we started out with uh, a couple of losses, but since then we're on a long winning streak. What is it that really you like about this team? I know there's a lot of things you like, but can you put your hand, you know, can you can you say one thing? Well, yeah, I think um, probably the one thing that stands out the most to me is, is the selflessness that um, that a lot of our kids are, are showing. We're asking a lot of our kids, either we've, we've moved positions, uh, asking them to do some different things. Um, you know, James talked about uh, just the way we spread the ball out offensively. Um, we win a game where Lorenz had six touches, but we, you know, against Palm Harbor, but we end up, you know, scoring 40-something points on that. Um, you know, and, and, you know, everybody wants, you know, wants the ball. Everybody, you know, wants to kind of do their thing, and, and that's only natural. But when, you know, you, you're you're talking about a team and what we need to do collectively as a team to move in the right direction, um, the guys are bought in. And, you uh, you know, it hasn't always been easy. We've had some adversity and, and dating back through, you know, spring and, and summer and, and just kind of a lot of things that have come up. And yeah. uh, the kids <laughs> responded well, and, and um, it's all been about the team. And uh, that's what I really like. You know, the kids seem to enjoy being around one another. They enjoy being out of practice. And, and you know, as a coach, that's what you that's what you hope for, and that's what you try to, to cultivate and develop. And sometimes you're you're successful with it. Sometimes you're not. And uh, a lot of it is just you know good leadership and, and the kids kind of taking ownership of that. Yeah, and certainly we would be remiss if we didn't mention the fact, and we've already talked about it once tonight, that Manatee is without the player of the year on offense, the player of the year on defense. Not the player of the year for Manatee, the right. player of the year for the whole area. That right. would, of course, be Quanzie Jackson and Johnny Lang. Mm-hmm. And, uh, you know, you those are centerpieces that you build teams around. Mm-hmm. You right. know, we, we haven't been able to do that, but, again, you know, everything works out. Right, and, and you know, and, and it's the old adage that the next man up, and, and we've got, uh, you know, I think we've, we've done a nice job, really on both sides of the ball and both staffs, you know, developing the kids um you know that are either behind you know behind that player or having to to shift some guys around and do some movement with personnel and and uh getting kids in different positions and and you know we can we can do that we can tell you know tell the kid yeah here's what that's what we need from you but if he doesn't buy in and really want to do it and really work hard at it it's not going to work and um you know so I, i i'm just really proud of collectively what we've done as a staff and and, um, and and the kids buying into that. Our players of the game, A.J. Cola Giovanni on offense and uh, Paul Mobley on defense. They both, John, had outstanding games. Yeah, it, you know, we, we talk about our offense and, and what we do, um, and, and, you know, we're going to line up and see what the defense is going to try to take away. The week prior, you know, Lorenz rushes for nearly 200 yards, and, um, you know, this, this week they – you know, they, they said we're going to take the, the run away. And, and a lot of, of what we do offensively, um, you know, is based on the decision-making of the quarterback. And A.J. has done a great job thus far, um, you know, in the season and, and certainly last night or last Friday. Uh, threw the ball really well. Um, we had five different players catch the ball, uh, three touchdowns to Tariq, and, and just did a nice thing. He also rushed for one, so four, four total touchdowns. And, just continuing to get better each and every week, and, and it's through his preparation and hard work through the week of practice. 
Yeah, here's the statistics for A.J. Cole Giovanni, the junior quarterback. 18 for 26, 260 yards, and three touchdowns. Completion percentage of nearly 70%. Well, and I'll say that we had four drops with that. So, you know, you add the four drops that were in there, that puts you over 80% completion percentage and, and probably another 50, 60 yards passing. And so uh, just did a nice job of, of being accurate with his throws and and, uh, and good decision-making. And for the year, 119 out of 190 for 1,600, over 1,600 yards. Mm-hmm. I mean, that's a lot of yards, man, and we still got a lot of football to go. That's right. Uh, completion percentage of over 62% and, uh, you know, 12 touchdowns. It, it goes on and on and on. Just a very impressive year. And it, how, how is it to have A.J. as the quarterback calling you well, calling it's, it's very It's very rare for him to make a bad decision. You know, he, he threw one in uh, Riverview that was from the hash to the far numbers, and, and that was really one bad throw out of, how many of you ever just said that I can remember of him making a bad decision? I mean, he doesn't really do that too often. I think, you know, that's what we stress is nowhere to go with the football and throw it on time. And and uh, he's really taken the coaching well, uh, and he's really progressed uh, beyond what I thought he would be able to do. All right, we're going to uh, get with A.J., but first we will hear uh, – well, he had uh, – bunch of touchdowns let's go with uh, clip number 16 this is a touchdown pass to Tariq Milton AJ takes the snap he looks he looks he fires down toward the end zone and it is caught for a touchdown it's Tariq Milton (laughs) what a throw and catch yeah Eddie Mulock summed it up there great throw and catch and Gene is with AJ Dave uh, AJ congratulations on uh, getting the district championship coming in here and and Obviously, you know, your stats are kind of speaking for themselves. Coming into this game, you know, knowing that the district championship was on the line and, and still kind of growing as a quarterback in your junior season, what did you think coming into this game of how to kind of slow things down and just see more of the uh, offense coming together? I mean, just play our football and uh, keep the ball with us, no turnovers, and uh, just move the ball. And every time we have the ball, we have to score. They were uh, – they like to eat up the clock, and uh, we had to go out there and score every time we had the chance, and uh, we capitalized. I know one of the things that I've been impressed with all year is watching, you know, some of your intermediate passes in the middle, you know, kind of intermediate to the sidelines. This doesn't seem to be as crisp. When you throw it to the sidelines, though, especially the one touchdown in the corner of the end zone, you're threading the needles. And, I mean, you like that kind of farther pass when you're putting it, really putting it into it? Um, kind of helps – Get you motivated, or what's happening there? I mean, just working every day in individual and uh, group periods with the wide receivers and just getting all our routes crisp and uh, getting our timing and getting our connection and just having time with the offensive line and just got to make a play when it comes down to it. All right, well, good job, and keep up the good work. Thank you. Yeah, great job by A.J. Cole Giovanni, our offensive player of the game. And let me say this, those sideline routes – he throws them about as good as you can throw. Absolutely, and, it's, and the receivers and, run great routes. Well, and it's a, it's a timing it's a timing thing. Or we you know every single day, you know we have a, a period of, of pass versus air, and, and uh, you know we have specific steps that our receivers are expected to you know to run and, and be at a specific spot at a specific time, and uh, and it's all based off of quarterback's drop and his footwork, and um, you know if, if it's off one of you know if quarterback's off the whole thing's off if the receiver's off the whole thing's off so it all kind of works together and, and it's uh, you know it takes a lot of work and, and we're starting to see that 
I don't want to say starting. We've, we've kind of seen that over the, you know, the last several weeks, but uh, the connection really kind of heating up, and, and A.J., just he's got a strong arm, and, uh, you know, he puts the ball where it needs to be. He's very accurate. Also threw a beautiful slant. What, uh, which one? I'm trying to remember. We threw a lot of balls. I think we threw a slant for a touchdown. touchdown. Yeah, right. um, I, I want to say that was end zone. Yep. <laughs> yeah. I want to say that was Tariq's first touchdown. Um, we swung the back out. Uh, the backer went with them and, and opened up a nice window for for us to hit the the slant. Uh, when we go into the two minute offense, James, we throw a lot of the sideline routes. Ooh. Some a little deeper. Some not quite as deep. But I'm almost under the. I, look, I mean, it, it almost looks like we could do that all the way down the field at times. They're, they're just, you know, for whatever reason, they're backing off because of the speed of our receivers. Well, I think they have to honor it. I mean, I think we now have legitimate threats on the outside and really with KP in the slot uh, that can that can press the defense, and they have to respect that or we're going to run by them. I mean, KP got behind the defense. Yeah. You know, we ended, ended up dropping it, but he got behind them, and it's a legitimate threat that they have to back up, they have to respect. So it gives us a lot of intermediate outside routes that we're, I mean, it's easy pitch and catch. Just, you know, just run it and throw it and let's move the chains. All right, our defensive player of the game, Paul Mobley. Paul had an outstanding game, John. Yeah, he did. And, and uh, you know, Paul was one of the guys that as we were going into spring, we uh, we really were, were hoping would, would step into that role. And, and we had some, some graduating seniors in the, the secondary. And, and Paul just did a, a nice job in the spring and, um, has really done it all season long for us. Did a lot of everything um, this past week. Blocked a blocked a punt for us. Uh, recovered a fumble. Um, you know, and, and when we get into these big time run teams, um, like we saw last Friday, we'll see this Friday. Uh, you ask a lot of your safeties to come down and run support, fill in, and make tackles. And Paul's one of the best uh, that we have at it. And uh, comes down fast and, and physical. And, and he did it Friday night too. Yeah. Before we turn it over to Gene with Paul. Uh, Let's listen to that block punt. Pretty good snap. Here come the Canes, and they get it. They block it, and it is Ware who falls on it. Mobley got the block, and Ware falls on it. Yeah, it was Paul Mobley, and, we boy, we've seen Paul come so close all year long. We're, we're, we're right there, and he got it, Gene, and uh, we'll go out now with uh, Paul Mobley. All right, and obviously they're delivering the wings. Perfect timing. They get, you know, ready to eat. Paul, congratulations on helping the team win a district championship and going through it. And we've noticed it all year, and even in this game, some of the guys up in the box were talking about we were so close to blocking a lot of punts, and it looked like at times we were hitting the uh, the punter, but we weren't. When you go through something like that, when you're lined up ready to go, are you trying to block it every time or just kind of seeing what's happening as it, it comes off, the, the snap comes off? No, I I really got to gotta go every time, like, Every time I line up, I think I'm thinking if I if I block this, I get my offense in good field position, and that'll set them up set them up to scoring. So I go hard every time. All right, as you're thinking about it, when you're you know, lining up to block a punt or lining up at safety, knowing that running back's going to come at you, um, what what feels better, kind of hitting the the running back and kind of trying to knock the ball loose or trying to block a punt? Hitting the running back. <laughs> Good answer. Our defense has really stepped up in the last several weeks. Um, obviously, the running clocks and going through things, and we're looking for shutouts, but that's not always possible when you know you're, you're playing aggressive as we do. And, and Coach Choate's done a great job this year, and 
really change in the defense a little bit over time. I mean, our defense has been very successful for many years. But coming in with uh, this year, how does it feel with the little bit of change we've had and how the team is, is progressing going into a tough playoff run? I mean, like, new scheme this year, and we adjusted to it. Like, And now we're just getting better and better at it. And, like, everyone is doing their job. And for the defense to work, everyone do their job and trust each other. And we're going to be successful every time. All right, well, keep up the great work, and let's get a good run into the playoffs. Yes, sir, let's get it. Yep, Paul Mobley, great job, Paul. And uh, A.J. Uh, and uh, – I would think uh, you probably had a kind of a tough decision with AJ and Tariq Milton there. Yeah, it could have could have gone either way, but um, AJ is very deserving. Yeah, you can't go wrong going right. after quarterback, and uh, it, it, it's great to have uh, again receivers that you just don't know going into the game. Who's going to step up? Well, and that's one of the things that we we tell our guys uh, every every year we go into spring, we work in the off season. Is um, you know there, there are no dummy routes. You know, we're not just we're not running out and being decoys. Um, we have to run full speed and, and expect the ball, uh, because like I said, the ownership is on a quarterback. Uh, we're going to call the route combos and based on coverages, um, and where the defense you know drops into their pass zones. Uh, it could be anybody, and um, you know, it. Uh, we, we've seen Reggie step up and have some big games. We've seen KP, and then now certainly Friday night we had Tariq, and um, you never know what's going to be your night. And um, you know, and, and we always say that uh, when when your your number's called, you got to make the play. I remember talking to you last year, and you were. Um, I don't think this was on the air. It's probably off the air, but you were saying that you know, you and your brother, you like to throw the football. Mm -hmm. Um, and last year with Johnny Lang, you know, really wasn't uh, the smartest thing in the world to do. You, <laughs> It'd you, be silly not you, you to, give yeah, to give it to him. Yeah, you give it to 22. But you, you're kind of getting more into your philosophy now, aren't you? The, the balance and let's uh, let, let's throw the ball around the yard. A right. Bit. And I think you know it's you know at at, at this level, and I think really at, at, at any level, uh, you know, pass defense is tough. Um, you know, the way the game's played offensively and the rules that are set against defensive backs it, it's hard to cover um you know a, a, a good route runner um or combinations that are you know with with good receivers and um, we've got we've got some guys that that can run good routes and and we've got the timing down we've got a kid that can throw it uh so it, it's hard we're able to put pressure on um you know on on, on some of the, the defense secondaries that we've seen but you know what 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 we want to do offensively is put a defensive set in a bind what are you going to stop? Because you can't stop everything. The way we have our, our balance with the, the, the guys that in the positions that they're in, particularly our three-by-one sets and things like that, you can't take everything away. And so we're going to figure out what you are going to take away, and then we're just going to, you know, we're going to pitch and catch off of that. If you're going to take our single receiver, which was Tariq, uh, which we've seen, uh, that's going to open up the middle lanes. And if you're going to try to leave backers in the box and try to take those guys away, that's when you'll see, you know, our three-receiver set. Um, Reggie and KP and, and those guys working uh, for big games. Yeah, they were not bringing their safety over to help with Tariq. No, not at all. And and that's why, you know, you saw him get some of the balls downfield. Um, he had a double move route for a touchdown as well. And so, um, you know, that's – and, and when, when we – uh, have that as our offensive philosophy. Uh, it's been successful for us, uh, but it all stems now on the quarterback putting us in the right decision. Because we can call the plays out there, and if he's not uh, making the right decision or not knowing where to go with the ball, 
it's not going to work. And so, uh, you know, it's it's been nice this year working with AJ. At, uh, you know, we're, we're going through our individual period, and, uh, you know, we, we watch film during our lunch, his lunch period. And, um, you know, he knows what I'm going to say before I even say it. So it's I'm, I'm, I'm coaching a coach, you know, out there on the field. And, and it's just reassuring you go in and, and you know what you're going to get. Um, and that's what you want with your quarterback. You know what you're going to get uh, every single week. And even on the sideline, I mean, he's coming off telling me the truth. He's telling me what he sees, and it's right. And, and he's telling me plays that can be open and, and route combos that, that we can run. And, and to me, that's, that's, a, that's awesome that I can go out there and have that much trust in a kid, a kid, to make those decisions and throws and, and really lead our offense. So what you're saying is we may go old school way, way back when the quarterback would call the plays. No, <laughs> no we're not going Maybe that far. Not that. But we did that in 707 during the summer. I let him just, yeah. hey, go call a series. <laughs> All right, we're going to take a timeout. When we return, we'll start focusing on our next opponent, and that would be Newsom this coming Friday night. We'll be back with more Hurricane Hotline right after this. Former Hurricane Chuck Howard knows what it takes to be on a championship team. Howard Leasing is proud to sponsor the Hurricanes and ready to champion solutions for your employee leasing needs. Big business, small business. Howard Leasing covers it all from payroll processing and workers' comp to human resources and employee benefits. Get on the winning team with Chuck Howard and all the pros at Howard Leasing. Details available online at howardleasing.com. Again, that's howardleasing.com. Coastal Orthopedics and Sports Medicine proudly supports Manatee High School and Hurricanes football. Dr. Dan Lamar, a former Hurricane, is the team's medical director. Dr. Lamar and the staff of experts at Coastal Orthopedics are recognized leaders in sports medicine and wellness technology. And with offices in West Bradenton, East Bradenton, and Lakewood Ranch, they're always close by. Details online at CoastalOrthopedics.com. CoastalOrthopedics.com. Coastal Orthopedics and Sports Medicine, keeping you in the game. Hurricane fans, if you're in the market for a newer pre-owned vehicle, Ferkins Automotive Group is your low-price leader. Ferkins has a great selection of new cars featuring Chrysler, Jeep, Dodge, Mitsubishi, and Nissan. And don't forget, Ferkins has the very best deals on pre-owned vehicles. Family-owned and operated for over 60 years. Visit Ferkins on 1st Street and on Cortez Road in Bradenton. Or go online at Ferkins.com. When you take time out to dine out, Canes fans know to head for the island and huddle up at three of the best waterfront restaurants around. The Sandbar Restaurant, Anna Maria. The Beach House in Bradenton Beach. And the Mar Vista Dockside Restaurant on North Longbow Key. Great views, the freshest seafood, and real toes in the sand waterfront dining. The Sandbar, Beach House, and Mar Vista. A touchdown the whole team will cheer for. M&L Cabinets is a proud supporter of the Manatee Hurricanes. Bring your home to life with cabinetry solutions for any room. M&L features top quality products, including medallion cabinetry. M&L understands your desire to create a room that is both functional and stylish while maintaining a budget. M&L Cabinets is family owned and operated in Manatee County since 1995. Visit our showroom at 7459 Manatee Avenue West and online at mlcabinets.com. 
Stock market corrections may seem like random occurrences, but the fact is, market corrections are bound to happen. But what if you could see the correction coming in advance? What if you could be prepared to short the market before it's too late? Don't get caught off guard. Become a PhilzGang.com member and get all the daily market information, investment strategies, and be prepared to make profits when the market is up or the market is down. You can do this for only $49.95 a month. Learn how to invest in the market. Get daily coaching guidance on your investments and take the first step of putting profits in your pocket with philsgang.com you just log on and get daily instructions on how to invest in the market you don't have to worry about long-term contracts or hidden fees plus all philsgang.com material is archived so just log on and enjoy the ride to profits philsgang.com go to philsgang.com or give them a call today at 877-600-4264 that's 877-600-4264 AM 930, Stress Saver, Traffic Report. Good evening, 75 northbound, still a little slow, right around Fruitvale Road. And on the southbound side, some delays still in the Venice Northport area between River Road and Sumter Boulevard. This update brought to you by Britain's Carpet One Floor and Home in Venice. No problems on the DeSoto Bridge, smooth ride across the Manatee River. 301 and 41 in pretty good shape as well between Bradenton and Sarasota, Manatee Avenue 53rd. University Parkway, not seeing any problems there. Fruitville, Bee Ridge, and Clark Road's all in good shape. Britain's Carpet One, Floor and Home in Venice, your locally owned Carpet One retailer. Everything for your home. One-on-one service backed by more than 50 years in the area. 1190 East Venice Avenue. Dave Kosh, AM 930, The Answer. Allen will take it and leads in for the touchdown. Welcome back to Hurricane Hotline, live from Beefo Brady's, 4925 Cortez Road in Bradenton. Hosted by Dave Presto and Hurricanes head coach, John Booth. Talk to the coach now, 877-969-8600. Now, here's Dave Presto and coach John Booth. Thank you very much. Welcome back to Beefo Brady's side of Hurricane Hotline. Each and every Tuesday evening, Hurricane Hotline is presented by Countrywide HR. We run your office so you can run your business. And we will talk a little bit about uh, our last district opponent of the year. That would be Newsom. They come to town this Friday night. They're out of the Fishhawk area up in Lithia. And a pretty good football team. Uh, let's take a look at what they've done this year. They started out by beating a school that's uh, very familiar with uh, the Booth brothers. Bloomingdale won that game 10-7. Then they defeated Strawberry Crest 43-7. Durant, they lost 16-14. Then at Palm Harbor, a wild one. They lost by 3, 41-38. They lost to Alonzo 27-20. Then they knocked off... Riverview of Riverview, 35-zip. This was one of their most impressive games, even though it was a loss. They lost to Steinbrenner, 14-7. Then a couple of wins over Jefferson in a wild one, 47-42. And then uh, they really uh, dominated Riverview of Sarasota, 41-7. So they have a winning record. They only have one more game. They're 5-4. and four. And this would make their season, John, to come down here and knock off the Canes. Absolutely, yeah. They're going to finish off district play week 10 for them. Um, you know, a very disciplined team, tough, kind of hard-nosed kids. And, and uh, they run the uh, gun wishbone hybrid, and, and they run it well. They got some kids that uh, that have some speed, and 
Um, you know, these, these are tough. You know, you have to play discipline. Um, you know, we're not going to see a whole lot of blitzing. Um, you know, we're going we're gonna to run our gaps and, and stay home and, and, uh, and be patient. That's uh, one of the things Coach Choate has talked to, uh, to our defensive uh, linebackers in particular is, is being patient, seeing, seeing the play, and, and uh, you know, being responsible for your gap. They're the Wolves, mm-hmm. if you're wondering. Uh, again, I-, I like to give you a little background on these teams because we've never seen these teams, we being Manatee High School. John, you have seen a lot of these teams, though. I have coached against uh, Newsom um, every year, um, you know, that I've, that I've been out there at, in Hillsborough County, and um, they, were, uh, they were the rival of Bloomingdale uh, High School, and, and so it's always a spirited contest, and, and – uh, you know, Coach Hiscock, is, he gets those guys ready. They'll be ready Friday night. Yeah, I would think that um, this is probably uh, one of the better teams that uh, we'll face in the second half of the season, no mm-hmm. doubt. Absolutely. Uh, dating back to, uh, oh, I don't know, perhaps the Steinbrenner game, um, yep. and including Southeast. Southeast mm-hmm. has been kind of up and down this year, but this is a pretty good team. This summer when I saw the district, the new district, I thought Newsom would be the runner-up. Right. I mean, that's how I mean they get better as the year goes on with how they run their offense. They get they they just understand it a lot more and, and uh, you know, I'm kinda surprised that they're not in the, the position to be the runner up. And they only lost to Steinbrenner by a touchdown. Mm-hmm. And that really is the difference right there. Now yep. they lost to Palm Harbor by three. That was an absolute shootout. Right. Yeah. They just kept scoring back and forth. Yeah. Um Beat Jefferson. So again, they they have got some good wins. Well, they've got uh, you know they're 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 explosive. I mean, they've scored forty points uh, I think in four games, and and uh, they they were upper thirties in one game as well. And so um, they've got the ability to, to put a lot of points on the board. Um, you know, they've shown throughout you know their their win loss uh, record there that they uh, they've given up quite a bit of points as well. So. Uh, we've, you know, we've got to take care of what we do, uh, play, play discipline, responsible physical uh, on the defensive side, and, and uh, execute our offense the way we, uh, the way we're capable of. All right, a couple things that I didn't touch on early that I want to, because what I try to do is think of things that I'm curious about, and, and hope that the listening audience and the people here at Beast are too. Onside kick, John. Mm-hmm. Um, wow, what a way to start the game. Well, it was something that we saw on film. Um, they, you know, they kind of have their guys. Typically, they're, you know, 10 or 11 yards. These guys were 16, 17 yards off, and, and uh, they try to get everybody back uh, to the middle of the field, and those outer edge guys leave early. So we saw it on film, and they did it almost every single time. So we uh, said, let's get, a, let's get a cheap one. Yeah, and, and we always do the basils, chicken, and ribs kickoff, and right as I'm saying that, I see their front retreating even before <laughs> yeah. the ball is kicked. And, and I noticed that, and then all of a sudden the onside kick. Right. Yeah, and and, uh, and I don't. you probably couldn't see it from where you were sitting, but the way that uh, Nick kicked it, he, uh, he approached it like a normal kickoff and then ended up coming with his left foot underneath his kick leg and uh, sputtered it out to the right. And, and uh, it was something that we practiced actually all week, and, and Coach Dollar would take uh, – Take the specialist over to the other field and and uh, and work on that. And he came over on Monday. And said John, he went uh, he went ten for ten with this. And so we we practiced it full live on Tuesday and Wednesday, and uh, we made every kick. So we said, all right, let's go ahead and do now, it. Now, how's that going to help? As people now have to take note of that, mm-hmm. and that should help quite a bit, right? Well, I think so. And and you know, as as you go through the weeks, you you kind of see some of the the teams that. Uh, 
really put emphasis on special teams and and the ones that don't. And uh, you know, it's some a lot of a lot of teams will just kind of use it as a as a water break period, or you know, and, and not really put a whole lot of emphasis on. And, and if you don't, um, you know, we've got uh, we've got two special team teams periods. Um, Coach Stollard and myself uh, meet uh, daily about just things that we're we're going to do and, and different tweaks that we want to do, and we put a lot of ownership on that. So, um, you know, it's something that. And now you throw in our what we've done the last few weeks with our swinging gate and uh, yeah, KP that's cool. doing what yeah. he's doing. Explain and so, that a little bit. Well, it's something that we we talked about um, last off season and worked it a lot through the spring, uh, but we just hadn't the, the way that it kind of worked. We had some guys nicked up early and 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 just missed you know getting a whole group in there and and gelling it to where we felt comfortable with it um and uh didn't necessarily have to get it in either and so um we 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 did it a few weeks ago and 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 found some success with it and kp back there um you know he's he's had some reps at quarterback kind of gets an idea of you know, seeing overloads and where openings are at, and we give him a couple different options. And um, you know, he's he's so quick, and we're running option, you know, with it, and, and he's just he's just hard to tackle in the in the open field. So you just read it if it's there. If it's there, we've got so, we give him a couple different options that he can throw the ball left, and he actually did that against Sarasota Riverview. Um, ended up making a bad throw. I think if he throws up shoulder upfield shoulder to Garrett, I think he uh, he kind of gets in with a throw. But we give him that option. We have an option where we'll crack option. Uh, option pitch to Nick Knoll, um, and we've got some some motion down cracks where we'll send the guys out on on some routes. So we give him a couple different options that he does, and um, we've run it a few times. Usually, the first couple of touchdowns that we get, um, if we get into a position where the the score is pretty close, we'll probably continue to do that. But after the first couple, at least the last few weeks, you know, we got up to a two score lead, and then we kind of call that off. All right, we've got about five minutes to go. Um, so we got to talk a little bit about uh, Kane Vision. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, first of all, go to uh, James. Pre- pretty good stuff, huh? I was uh, I was really impressed with how it went. I know all of our administration and and a lot of people involved were really anxious and nervous yeah. and just wanting this thing to be done really well. And and uh, got a lot of alumni coming back. It's homecoming. It's a big night. And and I thought that uh, it really went off without a hitch. I yeah, thought the yeah. I thought the the sound system sounded great. Uh, Skip Wilhoyt sounded great on the new speakers, and the dance cam was great, and uh, the replay. But I really liked the uh, the name and the, the bio that, that we did underneath the players. I thought that was really uh, a cool little thing we did. What was the players' reaction, John? Oh, they loved it. Yeah. I mean, it, was, it was neat. After the first touchdown, I think uh, Tariq's face popped up, on, and they did a little uh, name and number and things like that. And you kind of hear as you're walking by some of the kids' reactions, and everybody, they were excited. And, and uh, the neat thing about it is for week one, I thought we uh, – we, I think we did a lot more than what we were expecting, and, and uh, it, what's exciting is to think of what it's going to be each week and how we can improve and, and build on it. And uh, but it brought a lot of excitement, and it did exactly what we were hoping: is enhancing the the game day experience. And and uh, I think the fans enjoyed it. I think the the coaches and, and players did. And so, just really appreciative of, of you guys, the broadcasters, and 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 uh, the supporters to to really make this thing happen, and, and uh, the school district working with us and. Um, it just it just was a it was a team effort to get this thing up and running and, and we're just uh, we're super excited and, and know it's going to be something great for our kids and, and enhancing that game day experience for them. 
Yeah, Todd Salito did a great job. Yeah, and, absolutely. And, and also the students uh, involved in this. That's what I like about it. Yeah. You know, it's something that can get them good practical experience because, you know, what? there's a lot of jobs in uh, game day promotions. Absolutely. Now. And they did a great job with, um, you know, it wasn't even something that we were planning on doing, but the uh, the live stream yeah. for, during the game and, and then the sideline shots and the crowd shots, they, they did a nice job. And then you, you hit the nail on the head with, with Todd, Todd Salito doing the, uh, the graphics and all the intro videos and things like that. I know he worked tirelessly to get that done, and we're just, uh, he just did a, he did a dynamite job. Well, uh, we only got a couple more minutes, but uh, I'd be remiss if I didn't ask you guys, did you watch any college football Saturday? Because it was mm-hmm. another amazing day. It yeah. was unbelievable. I didn't get a chance to watch another as much. Game won by, uh, yeah, another game won by on, on the special teams. Yes. Again, yeah. block, block field goal, ran I'm, back. I'm watching that game, and I'm like, wow, you know. Um, I was rooting, of course, for the fighting sticklers. That's what I yeah. call Georgia Tech because <laughs> we have a player up there. And uh, they knocked off, I uh, called the Seminoles the fighting TNs because of TN Doyle yeah. graduated from there. So, uh, yeah, but it was, uh, it, it was an amazing finish. The Arkansas-Auburn game was oh, yeah. incredible. Yeah. And um, there was uh, Virginia Tech went to four overtimes as well. Yeah, and that's and uh, then, of course uh, Duke, where Duke, Duke Danny them. Doyle plays. Yep. Yeah, yep. yeah. So some uh, just amazing games just, throughout yeah, the day. A lot of good games. Yep. And uh, listen, Friday night, the final district game. Uh, what do we got going? We got Gene uh, Brown Breast Cancer Awareness Night, right? Yep. Mm-hmm. Pink out. Anything else going on Friday night? I think Senior Night is uh, the following week, of course. Yep. Correct, and we also have the 1985 team coming back to celebrate their 30-year reunion of that championship. All right, bring them on. Excellent. All right, that'll be Friday night. I want to thank everyone involved in the broadcast tonight. Ace Andrews back at the studio, Gene Brown, Danny Carter, James Booth, John Booth. It's been great. We'll talk to you Friday night. So long, everyone. transfer the primary residence to the trust. There's special language we put in the trust and there's special language we put on the deed and that special language would prevent anything you're worried about perhaps or some other uh, attorney might be worried about. Saturday mornings at 8 on AM 930. The answer. Mark at the Mattress Store made our search for a box spring as easy as any purchase I've ever made. Friendly, helpful, and more than a fair price. What a great find. We'll be shopping for three more mattresses in the coming months. And you can bet we'll be making the trip back to the Mattress Store. This is Mark Waswood's owner of the Mattress Store. I try to make shopping at the Mattress Store easier by helping my customers buy a mattress rather than trying to sell them a mattress. The Mattress Store in Sarasota on the trail, quarter mile south of Stickney Point. Three-star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. 
The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.